This is a Props.com production. The Bostonian is Matt Perrault. This is our f- city. The book is Dave Sherapan. Pay him. Pay that man his money. Together, they are the Bostonian versus the book. You covered! You covered 12! I covered! Follow the show on Twitter at Boston versus the book. How do you like them, Matt? Bringing you the best insight on sports betting news, Matt and Dave's daily picks, and an entertaining and unfiltered dive into the sports betting industry. Here's Dave Sherapan and Matt Peralt. And here we go. Happy Monday, Brigade. What is up? It is the latest episode of the Bostonian versus the book after a big weekend. Dave Sherapan, Matt Peralt, how are you? You guys are with us in the chat on YouTube Live, Twitter Live, Sports Grid Replay overnight. What is up? How are you, Brownie? What's going on? Like my hat. <laughs> Look at this ridiculous thing on my head. Got to be honest, though. Like, it's growing on me. I had to oh, work yesterday. It. I like the elf. You like the elf. I do. Serves the Browns right. Put that stupid thing on your on your field. You deserve to have a catastrophic disaster happen on you. People blaming me like yesterday on Twitter. They're like, no wonder why the Browns lost. You were wearing the hat. I'm like, man, I bought the hat after the after. game. I mean, stop with the bullshit. All right. I didn't I didn't don't blame me. Blame Chubb. Blame Stefanski. <laughs> what the hell did I have to do with that? Fall you had down. Nothing to do with that. Nope. I can't believe it. Oh, and two, though. Dave Sherapan versus Matt Peralt. The Bostonian is up 2 0. Oh, God. <laughs> on, you guys couldn't even count. Season when do, the Penguins beat the Bruins do ass. You realize, but do you, realize, do you realize you guys can't count that you lost the game because you guys couldn't count? How so? You had 10 players on the field when Gunner fumbled. You only had 10 players. Let's listen. Let's talk about the fact that Gunner was a Patriot <laughs> and a plant by Belichick playing chess. All right. He cuts him, lets him go, says, Go to the Steelers. We play him in week two. We get a chance, fumble the ball, fumble the ball. Give I'm the game to the Patriots. The whole thing is completely. You want to talk about a guy who just owns a city who they don't want him to own it. Waltz is in. Wins again, another game. I mean, they were favorites. They were supposed to win, but right. that was an ugly football game. Easy, dead ass under. I mean, boy, God. Neither Easy. one of those teams is good. Let's be honest. I mean, like I said to you on Twitter, not yet. I, the Patriots don't have to be better than Buffalo yet. Just be better than Pittsburgh on Sunday. <laughs> that's all that had to be. That's fine, but I don't think that team's making a playoffs in that division. Well, as I told you back in June, Oof. Patriots are going to open up one and two. Lose, lose to Miami, beat the Steelers, lose to Baltimore. And then it's on. Season's on. The worst thing in the world just happened to the Patriots when it comes to their game against Baltimore, though, because boy, oh boy. We'll get to that here in just one second, but man, that the Ravens. You want to play them after that? Nope. <laughs> uh-uh. Nope. <laughs> no, no, no. It's Patriots are going to see a pissed off team coming in to Foxborough and it's going to get ugly. It's Mine's home opener. Only three. 
Yeah, I don't get that. It doesn't make any sense. We'll get into that later. I don't understand that line at all. That's a really weird, very strange situation for sure. But do you want to clarify this at the top as to you and I have been talking about this on Twitter, been going back and forth to people on Twitter. The brigade's been chiming in on Twitter. Oh, oh, wait. Is this, this is Monday, the first day of the week, right? Correct. Today? Yes. Oh, I mean, today is Monday, the first day of the week. Oh, now, there are different people who say that Sunday is the first go. day of the week, but I agree with you. Monday well, is maybe the first day. You mentioned the quarterback in the Browns that ain't playing. I'm talking about being right. Dave is now 0 2 versus Matt. Change the graphic, Farah, <laughs> if we're going to talk about this because I've been right before. I just don't have to. You just you put a you put a poll up on and you said, Simple did your question. did your weekend betting go? What, what what happened? Saturday or Sunday? And I asked you, or what about Friday? And you said, well, Friday's not part of the weekend. It's not the weekend. Yeah. Friday is part of the weekend. Friday night is the start of the weekend. Listen, what days does your daughter go to school? Monday to Friday. Right. So those are weekdays, right? But the weekend begins at 3.30 when she gets out of school. Really? That's when the weekend starts. Yes. So you call week. So it's a half of a weekday and a half of a weekend Friday? A weekend. There are two nights. Roll call Friday. Is a weekday, not correct? A weekday. But weekend, but Friday night is the weekend. Is the end? Friday night, you hit that bell at five o'clock. Bell, look at the Flintstones, right? You pull the birds, ding. I love that movie. Okay, I love that show. I mean, All right? You pull the beak. What does he do? Whoop! Goes right off the thing, right? And he's Flintstones. running on the home. Yeah, because the weekend begins on Friday night. So betting eliminating Friday night football would not be accurate because Friday night is part of the weekend betting menu. So I'll explain it this way real quick for the people. And then the people watching the show live, (laughs) hit the like button and put in there whether the weekday is Monday through Friday and the weekend betting. If I ask you, how was your weekend betting? That means it's Saturday and Sunday. And this is why. When you grade the days in the book, Mm -hmm. you grade them by day. You group Monday through Friday and weekday. You grade Saturday and Sunday in the weekend because Saturday and Sunday is when football is played. Now, they play football games on Friday now that you book. These aren't just – it's not used to just be a high school night. There was no mm-hmm. football on Friday. Mm-mm. Now there's there's football on Friday. It's mm-hmm. not great football, but there's football on Friday. But when you do the numbers, you break down the weekend, Saturday and Sunday, and the weekdays. Monday through Friday. Now, Monday is its own category because it's, you know, you know, you look at Monday's numbers and you look at Friday's numbers sometimes going into the weekend. But other than that, it was my question. You jumped in there and you were like, what about Friday? I'm like, I didn't ask about Friday. But Friday night's part of the weekend. That's what I was asking. You say, how was your betting on the weekend? And I said, okay, you got to include Friday. You go, I'm not asking about Friday. Well, Friday's part of the weekend. That's where the question came. And 32 people answered on my question in 95% of They're all your burners. Them. They're all your burners. <laughs> 17 and a half of those are your burners. And the other ones are your have, relatives. I, I know burner, what you did. I should have a burner account, though. But I, I get why no, people do burners. No, you burner. should not. That's a very bad <laughs> idea. <laughs> no, burner accounts, burners are, are fun. You can say whatever you want to anyone with no consequence. It's, it's fun. I, I should have burner accounts. I've never had one. But you, you mentioned it, and I was like, you know what? I should have a burner account. It'll be fun not, to have a burner. This is not a good idea. <laughs> Chat, tell him it's a bad idea. He should not have a burner account. 
Please. I mean, Kevin Durant has multiple, and he's had a ton of fun with them. I don't know how many he has. <laughs> KD has a couple. It's. I get why people do it. It makes sense. You could. You could. People. You know. You go search your name. You go have a burner account, and you get in an argument with somebody without having any real consequence. You can say whatever you want to them, and there's no feedback. There's no blowback on any opinion that you throw out there. I get it. What's <laughs> a movie with Chris Tucker said to, to Jackie Chan? Uh, can you hear the words coming out of my mouth? <laughs> this is not a good idea for oh. you to have a burner. I've never had one. I just I was like, huh, maybe I should have a burner account. I don't know. Or multiple burner accounts. This <laughs> is interesting. Awful. Just go at people like crazy. Just Stevie, <laughs> Stevie Mac capital M capital K has offered to run your burner account. <laughs> No one's going to mess with him. So that's, yeah. that's what I'm saying. <laughs> we're going to okay. get the Mac. We're going to get the Mikey A. You know, we're we're trying to figure out something, boys. Where, you know, we'll we'll need a security force soon. Mm. Oh mm. my goodness! It's definitely Friday night is not part of the weekend. It is, but so it's interesting. I knew I told you this last night, but I knew the Steelers were going to lose because your team handed Auburn. It's second worst non-conference loss in history. Ah, Penn State yeah. went down to the Plains yes, and did. mopped the floor with Auburn mm. at Jordan Hare, Jordan Hare, but Jordan oh. Hare, fine. Jordan <laughs> Hare Stadium. They didn't know what the hell hit him in the second half. Auburn was dumbfounded. Penn State ran all over them. And I was like, you know what? Wow. Football gods aren't giving Dave two wins like that. Dave's going one and one. I would have been completely insufferable had the Steelers won yesterday to go with that Penn State win on Saturday. I was pretty excited. I wasn't even like like Saturday came early, and I did a couple shows back east, and it started. They were all asking. Everybody's asking about the Penn State game, and then Brother Doug texted me mm. and gave me that like, "Are you ready?" And I had seen all those guys from Pittsburgh, and they all hate Penn State, so they were talking trash. Oh. But Brother Doug gave me that hype text, and I was like, "It's time. I got. I put the jersey on. I'm gonna. I'm gonna be a fan for a couple hours." <laughs> and I'll tell you what, that was fun as hell. Like <laughs> they can run. Newbie's been telling me about Singleton for a year. He was doing play by play back east. And he was like, listen, this kid's committing to Penn State. He is the best running back I've seen in my life in person mm. and watched it. So we knew about Singleton before he even got there. Uh, what, what's that saying in the SEC, P-Roll? You live down there. It just means more. Yeah. means just means more when you whoop that ass, too, a little bit. I mean, undefeated. Central Michigan this week. Northwestern next week. I mean, Penn, I Penn State's a top ten team. No one's talking about. I mean, it's it's a legitimate it's a legitimate conversation to to watch them now. How about the defense? Mm. They look like they got speed. They got they got you know. But you know what happens? This is this is Lucy with the football for you though. Oh, stop! Like you you know what this is. You've seen you've you seen James Franklin do this before. You go into the Michigan game and you'll lose forty to nothing. <laughs> Look, you've seen this before. You know this is Lucy with the football. This is you're going to get all jacked up and excited, and then you're going to play Michigan, and it's going to get ugly. And you, you're going to go, "What the?" Because you have Sean Clifford as your quarterback. Did you see him almost get his head taken off? Yeah, it was dangerous. 
That was, was a, bad. I mean, it wasn't even a flag. It looked like it was a flag. Should have been a flag. He's no a runner. Flag. I mean, technically, he's a runner. So it, I mean, was, it's, it's, it was in his head. I know. Ball what came he did, flying he out. He came down and answered. He scored the first touchdown. Mm. Yeah. And no, Clifford, I mean, he played. It's just too inconsistent for, for, me, for, for my liking. But I bring it up because it's very similar to what the books had on Saturday. The books were destroyed. On Sunday, <laughs> the revenge of the sports books. <laughs> they got it all back and then some on Sunday. <laughs> I, I mean, we were texting a little bit on Saturday. And uh, and then we favorites, spoke favorites, bit. favorites, 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 favorites. Was there a number that didn't get covered? Like it was 49 and a half and the one gate covered Alabama. Georgia, Michigan 50 covered. 50. <laughs> yeah. 50. It covered 50. Um, yeah, there was a lot of favorites, a lot of people, Georgia parlays together. Yeah. Oh, money line, but you, you could have played like a money line parlay, like 10 teamer and cashed it and probably done really well with yourself. It was insane. Some kid for seven dollars hit a 25 leg teaser or sorry, parlay for a million dollars on Saturday. Incredible 25 leg against the spread, seven dollar turned into a million. Well, actually, no, sorry, turned into 250,000 because he cashed out. Yeah, he did. So took he, money, he, but he, he would have if he, he held out. Yeah, he taken it all down. A and M was the last leg, and A and M won the coverage. Yeah, you know what leg he avoided though in all of that mess on Saturday, Nebraska. Right. What the hell happened to Nebraska, P. Ross? Well, hold on. We'll get to the, we'll get to it later because Nebraska this morning fired their defensive coordinator, so <laughs> they fired their running coach. for the hills there. They're firing everybody. Holy Nebraska's just. Sh- <laughs> Nebraska literally is is looking like the scene in Entourage when Ari walks in with with the paintball gun and just starts shooting everybody with the paintball gun. Like you're That's fired, it. you're fired, you're, you're out, fired. You're out. You're out. Just, All of you, yeah. go on. They're killing everybody. What about, with it. What about yeah. that rain delay? Oh my gosh, the Sorry. Iowa game! Holy Christmas! We, I mean, so you know, you stretch out the day, and you know, it's a marathon, not a sprint. Saturdays is, I think, Saturdays has always been way harder in the book. Hell yeah, it's way harder. You know, it's more longer, games. Harder to staff, it's harder. Longer, to, more yeah. games, and then you have a game that games. ends at eleven thirty Pacific time, one thirty right. local time in Iowa City. <laughs> I mean, it's bad enough. Like, there's now an they call it Pac-12 after dark, or there's a yeah. night game usually. So USC Fresno was late, mm. and then it was over. And I checked the scores because I'm going through to see how many favorites covered. And I'm like, wait, I was playing again. I thought the game was delayed. We had traded it was. text about that. How was it ruled if it doesn't go 55 minutes? Yeah, I told was- everybody. That I thought in the Discord channel. I told everybody, look, this is going to get graded a no play. I was stunned that they made the kids come back out and play. I actually was. I thought Nevada would get on a plane and fly back home and be like, look, <laughs> they're playing on Friday night this week. I mean, you want right. to talk about a team to fade Nevada Friday night this coming weekend. <laughs> I mean, they played until 1.30 in the morning and they got shut out. They didn't score against. <laughs> they didn't even come close. <laughs> I don't know if they out. got over to 50. They did a couple of times, I think a couple of times, but not de- I don't even think they're anywhere near the 30 yard line. I mean, they did absolutely nothing offensively against Iowa. Iowa wins the game 27, nothing. They win and they cover the 23 and a half point line. The under comes in easily at 39 and a half. I was on the under. So I was watching it. Cause I was like, all right, 
this is going to, you know, it, it didn't make my day a winning day, but it cut my losses in half. I, instead of going one and three, it went two and three. So I was like, I was very right. happy to see that game go the way that it went. And so I'm, I was watching on the big 10 network and the broadcasters sounded like they wanted to be anywhere else, but <laughs> at Kinnick stadium calling that game. Like they literally were like, why the hell are you making us call this game? What it's one 30 in the morning. We got here nine hours ago. I mean, that's got to be the worst. I've never experienced that in all my years covering college football. I've had delays for lightning. I've never had a delay that took me for five hours between the games, you know, how long they waited when the game should have ended to when the game did end. That was crazy. Our guy Brommel camp was there. There. That's right. He was in the press box. I mean, what the hell do you do? The whole time he was there at the end, he tweeted, Rexy started tweeting and all this stuff, and we got caught up in a thread. That's one of the yeah. beauties of Twitter. Yes. And again, follow the show at Boston versus the book. Me and Matt are on Twitter, very active. Apparently, he has burners, but he doesn't. But he's not saying he does. I don't have burners, but you know, our Twitter handles are right there. I'm te- I'm tweeting at Rexy, and Bromelcamp jumps in, and I'm like, "What? You're there?" And he had to. I guess post something after he's working. He had to go work. Like it was his, yeah. Covering the team, covering the, for the station. That's a nuts. Day. I mean, that post game press conference must've been like 30 seconds. <laughs> hey guys, we won. We're glad. We'll see you at practice tomorrow. Peace out. <laughs> yeah, Peace yeah. out. Drive home safely. Yeah. Like I had nothing all, else to say. Yeah. Like, like, what, yep. it's Happy to get the win. Hard fought really hard at the elements, really hard adversity. Glad to win it. 27, nothing. Thanks to I for Nevada for coming through. Goodbye. Bye. <laughs> We're going home. That's it. I got nothing else to say. Except Kirk, good Kirk night. Ferentz is getting up there, you know, in age. So he's he's, you know, along those turning the roots of oh, lines. Like, don't go there. Don't go make an old man joke shit. Come on. <laughs> he needs to get home and get his oval team. You know, he's gonna go home and sleep. Oh, <laughs> you did not. Well, eight and four Ferentz needs to make sure he gets his beauty rest to go eight and four every year. <laughs> That's who he is. It's eight and four Ferentz. <laughs> I still want that. Do we got any Kansas fans? I want that trademarked eight and four Ferentz. Well, don't go ahead and spoil the hot take of the the Omaha Steaks searing hot take of the day. I forgot. I forgot. Don't spoil that. We'll get into Kansas. It's unbelievable. Kansas and Duke might be the game of the weekend. It's ridiculous. Like what the hell? It's true. Kansas Kansas versus Duke has got some heat to it. It's like, wait, what? That that game's got some heat. But let's go through the NFL. Worst joke. Ravens, Raiders, Browns. Which one of the three should be most embarrassed this morning? All right. I thought about this. I saw this on the rundown. And I was like, I got to wear this Browns hat to start. And then when I saw that question, I was like, all right. It could be. Could be this. All right. We may have to come with the Dolphins hat. Guys, if you have over on hat changes today, you're going to win. I'm just telling you right wow. now. All right. right. So this one kind of matches matches the fit. And I thought the Dolphins, they could they could do it. But then, you know, Brownie, the elf, was on my head in the Browns. And this thing, this thing here was on the sale rack at the for store. A good, for good reason. For good reason. It <laughs> says New York Jets. The biggest choke job was definitely was I don't think there's a question it was the Browns. All Chubb had to do was fall down. The game's over. 
It's done. Now I'm going to score a touchdown. Me, break a tackle. But do you remember the last time he had a chance to do that? And he went out at the one and the world lost their mind. They won the game, didn't they? Yeah, he did the right thing. Everyone was like, that was the right thing. Don't give the ball back. Don't let them have a chance to score. The only way for the Jets to have enough time to come back to win that game was for a touchdown to get scored and for them to have two possessions potentially. I mean, touchdown, the second, the, the, the first touchdown, I don't know what was going on. Browns looked like they were point shaving because they had three guys and someone goes behind them. And Joe Flacco's like, thank you. Touchdown. Everybody stopped running when they threw the ball and you see the highlight, you're like, Wait a second. Everybody's looking back like, was he your guy? Was he your guy? Was he your guy? Nobody was even running. And then the onside kick to recover that. I mean, are you kidding me? Which apparently you recover onside kicks at about a 12 to 15% ratio. And it's even lower now because of the NFL rule changes. So it's even right. lower because there's less guys on the side you can go after it. So you can't go and do, you used to have those guys, those, those, um, blockbuster guys that could just run in and annihilate, annihilate that first line. And right. then the ball's behind and you have that speedster going around behind to pick it up. You can't do that anymore. And we have a certain number of players on that side. So it's much more difficult to recover the onside kick. Jets got the onside kick, go right down the field. <laughs> and and Flacco goes like circa 2010, fires a dart to win it. They don't have no timeouts. Uh-uh. They didn't have any timeouts. Minute to go, to go, but they didn't have far to go. But right down the field, deciding play, extra points, good. 11 seconds to go. Browns missed the extra point to make right. it 31. They left it at 30. You can't, you can't script it. You can't make it up. That's why the NFL is just a special kind of thing. Like, you know, nobody was watching that game. Everybody had our game. He told me it was 90% yep. or something. Patriots Steelers. Yep. He finishes quick because it's a low scoring running game. And again, what I mean, how does he if you're on the under in this game, 30 points got scored in the fourth quarter. 30. I, I've said it now for a couple of years, and I'm going to keep saying it. Friends don't let friends bet the unders in the NFL. I mean, it's look at, I mean, there were so many under. We talked about this on Friday. The number of low totals going into Sunday. We were like, yeah. man, this seems yeah. really low for an NFL Sunday. Yeah. We had final scores of 31 to 30. Yep. We had final scores on uh, Miami. 36-27 Lions yeah. Commanders. Yeah. 42-38 Dolphins Ravens, 31-27 yeah. Rams Falcons. Thank you. Yeah. Uh 29-23 Raiders and the Chargers. Ra- I mean, Raiders we're talking about Raiders and Cardinals. Sorry, what did I say? Chargers yeah, Raiders and, Car- and Cardinals. Sorry. If you like I mean, that had to hurt the books a little bit, no? That overs came in that consistently. Yes. 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 They put them together. Yeah, the overs when they when multiple when when it's more overs than unders, it's not good. Yeah. You want to be, you know, you know, if there's was there uh 13 games yesterday? I think the favorites right. or the dogs were nine and dogs were nine and four or wow. eight, four and one, something like that, depending right. on how you grade the Washington closing um, on the Detroit game with it being pick. Um yeah, I don't know. Um, 
You said it last week during the week, not the weekend, during mm-hmm. the week. You said it. Um, <laughs> I'm going to keep saying that, by the way, because our show's during the week, Monday through Friday. It is. Week. And then when we're done, I'm on, and, and then at one o'clock, I'm on the weekend. One o'clock? Friday night. Well, from Friday at one when I posted the show, I'm on the weekend. Bye. You tell me you got all this other stuff to do. What of course I do. I work every, I post, I work every night from 10, from, from 10 to 12, but for that little window. Oh, there's my start of the weekend. All right. Well, I don't get this. You said it last week about, we were talking about flags. Yeah. And like how the league wants over the league wants offense. Well, in a lot of games, they got it. I don't know what to make of it because I swear I saw calls and things that didn't happen in the Patriots and Steelers game. I was like, that looked like a penalty, but it's not. I'd rather they don't call it, but you get the games like 17, 14 mm. instead of 42, 38 up and down. I mean, I can't explain what happened in that game in, in Baltimore. That might be the biggest choke job. Like, I, I don't that, know. I think it is. I, I think the Ravens blowing that what they blew, allowing Tariq Hill behind the defense twice, like watching Lamar go off. Lamar Jackson, if he stays healthy, is going to win the MVP. You texted me that halfway through the third quarter. Before the choke, and I still believe it. Lamar then, is going Well, to- then you texted me, like, I swear it was funny because I wasn't watching the game. I was watching it. Oh. And I was doing stuff at home with the wife and the mother-in-law were giving me crap. And I was just like in and out of the room. But you're like, take everything back. I said about the Ravens. And I was like, well, that was happened? because I, I said the Ravens, because you said that the, the bills are better than both these teams. And, and I said, and the Ravens are better than all three. <laughs> right. And right. They, and, and, then, they, and they might be, they might be. But I was like, take it all back. They gave up 28 points in the fourth quarter to the Dolphins. <laughs> take it all back. Right. That and, was bad. And, but Lamar went 21 of 29 for 318 and three touchdowns and ran the ball nine times for 119 yards and a touchdown. Silly. Four touchdowns Lamar accounted for. He's the quarterback. If this dude stays healthy, he's winning the MVP. And I can't wait to watch what Harbaugh and company do because they are up against it. And Tua, to his credit, Tua playing the way he played yesterday could cement him as the quarterback and take away the idea that Lamar goes to Miami because those rumors are loud that Lamar Jackson will sign a free agent deal with the Miami Dolphins next year and be the quarterback for Mike McDaniel. Really? Yeah. That they're not sold on Tua, that they don't know what Tua is going to be, and that Lamar is going to win the MVP and walk to Miami. He's from Miami. Would love to play at home. Would love to go down there and have. And Miami has been known, obviously, to sign big contracts. They missed out on Brady, so Lamar could be the next best thing. But then Tua goes off and do what Tua did yesterday, where he threw for six touchdowns and 469 yards. So he had one of the best passing performances in NFL history yesterday against the Ravens. I mean, going from the Patriots to the Raiders. We didn't even get to the Raiders. Well, we had the only did. Hold on to that. I got to say I'm not yeah. Time out. Hold on. Yeah. Ramp that up for a second. Sorry. So you, you look at six touchdowns in over 450 yards passing for, for Tua. 
going from the Dolphins offense to the Patriot offense for the Ravens is going to be like going from like watching, like playing Georgia to playing Georgia Southern. So you're going to have to like a very different level of talent. You're going to have to watch. But it's becoming a problem in the NFL when you have a lead and you can't run the ball and churn the clock and take the air out of the football or have that six minute close out a game drive multiple times. There is no way mathematically there should be enough time for a 35 to seven lead, which I think it was in Baltimore against the Dolphins. Well, they, they just scored so fast. That was the problem. The That's fine. But give me so the fast. ball back and run it, get a first down, keep the right. clock moving, run it, get some more first downs, pass once out of six plays, you burn four minutes, and then there's just not enough time for a team like Miami to score. But they did score quick. Then they got the ball three and out. Then they scored quick again, and it went from being a 21-point well, lead you- to being – Okay, he, he, here are the scoring drives for the Dolphins in the fourth quarter. 314, 124, 127, 204. <laughs> they scored four touchdowns in under three and a half minutes each time. Look at the drives in between for the, for the Ravens. Three and out, three plays, three plays. Yeah, no so in, in the fourth quarter for... Uh, for Baltimore, hold on. Where's the fourth quarter there? Um, that's the second quarter. Uh, yeah, so they went, yeah, really, really bad. I mean, just really, really bad in terms of, I mean, even the third quarter, they're up 35 14 after Lamar Jackson goes 79 yards. The end of the third quarter, up 35 14. Right. Okay, yeah, it was 35-14. I mean, it's just, and they lose the game 42-38. A 21-point lead going to the fourth quarter, all you need to get is four first downs. Tariq Hill, 48-yard touchdown catch. Tariq Hill, 60-yard touchdown catch. Completely unexcusable. You just can never allow that player to get behind your defense on two times. I think they got tired. I think it's early in the year, and they're all jacked up. They're up big. They relaxed, and they got tired, and they just got Exposed. I mean, this Dolphins offense is absolutely electric with these receivers. I mean, it's Waddle 171, Hill 190 receiving yards. Can they play with a lead? Um, we'll see. I mean, they're two and zero. It's a huge win for them against Baltimore. I had them losing that game. We picked the Ravens in the contest. Like that was. Uh, that that game should never have happened the way that it happened. Raven should have won that game running away with it. And I told you I went and I was popping around books and I was with, I was down at my buddy uh, at one of the bed MGM books. We were talking and he pointed out a couple groups. One, he goes, you see those guys over there? They needed the Browns for like 300 K. Ow. He's like, it was like the last leg of a money line parlay or something, and they're done. And he goes, guy over there had had Baltimore for 20 dimes. Money line. Like the last, it was a two-leg parlay or something, money line parlay, like 20 dimes. Like it's nothing. It was done. So you won. And I just was like, man, those, those hurt. Those leave a mark. I think it, the guy's 2-0. The coach, Miami, the, that's the largest fourth quarter comeback 
in franchise history. Biggest collapse in Ravens history. This could be something like, uh, I'll just say, can they, can they win a division? Yes. What? Yeah. Where are they playing the games and when are they playing them? It's going to be the question. What? <clears throat> Buffalo is look, Buffalo. Buffalo. It could, when they play there, tell me the weather forecast and I'll tell you whether they can win or not. So, I mean, if it's like, if it's balmy, uh, if it's 40 degrees and sunny when they play in Baltimore, a hundred percent, they, they can win the game. They can win the game there. Wow. Not in my mind that they, they, they can win there. The, the, the game that made me the angriest. <laughs> is I what, don't have a Cardinals or a Raiders hat, so we're good. I'm going to leave the Dolphins. I have them both, but I'm not wearing either one because I'm wearing my real. I'm wearing my real team today. I'm not. They don't get to. Oh, uh, with the Patriot bullshit. Okay. They don't get to be graced my head today because <laughs> I didn't. I, I was going to put the Pat the Patriot in the stack, and I'm like, nah. You know what? No, I'm not doing it today. It's fine. It. Leave it. Let, let, let me. Uh, I can tote the colors. <laughs> so every assistant coach that has left Bill Belichick, all of them. Because Mike right. Vrabel played for Belichick. He was a linebacker coach, but he played for Belichick. So Vrabel's in its own individual ca- category. But you go down the list of quarterback, of, of coaches who throw up all over themselves when they don't have their dad to tell them what to do. <laughs> Romeo Cornell, Joe Judge, Charlie Weiss. Josh McDaniels times two. The reason why the Raiders lost that game was not because of the players, but because their head coach was an absolute buffoon. I have no idea the offensive play design that Josh McDaniels came up with and why he thought at 20 to nothing, they get the interception at 17, nothing. They pick off Kyler Murray. Yeah. They played for a field goal. We don't need to go fast. Two minute drill. Don't worry. What? We're not going to lose. We're not going to. That, 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 come on. We're up 17 nothing. Our defense is phenomenal. First half and the second half, it's going to be identical. You know, we don't play two halves. They, you know, they just get carbon copied, right? You know, games don't get changed in the second half. Everything's going to stay as is. We're good. My game plan of not giving the ball to Devontae Adams is brilliant. Absolutely brilliant. Oh, yeah. So I'm using Darren Waller, but I threw the ball down the field farther than 20 yards two times. Don't need to do it. We'll just dink and dunk our way. Dink and dunk our way. We're all good. We're up 20 to nothing. They can't do anything to us. Mm-hmm. Go into the locker room, puffing out my chest, home opener. That's going to kill them. They can't do anything to us. We got this. Come out of the half. <laughs> Raiders had no fucking idea what to do. On 10. 37 had no idea. They punt three plays, punt eight plays, field goal, three plays, punt five plays, punt. Those were the possessions in the third quarter. Yeah. Coming out of halftime. A lot of punting. Devonte Adams touched the ball two times, two, two times, two times. How is that possible? <laughs> How is it reverse screen pass? Slant, force, 
feed him the football. It's crazy because in the first game against the Chargers, all Derek Carr did was throw the ball to Devontae Adams over. And so it's so literally the, even the broadcasters brought it up. They're like, you know, we asked Josh about, you know, how much Devontae got the ball in the first game. Like, was that going to be a normal thing? Yeah. And Josh told them, no, that's not going to be normal. That's not how it's going to be. Almost like he did it on purpose. Or like he wasn't going to give Adams the football because he didn't want it to be a one-sided or wanted to show off or he had to give the ball to, to Waller and give the ball to Renfro because they got angry or something after the first game. So they had a running attack, which I, I don't mind running Josh Jacobs. What I mind is that if the game is turning, you can't just go and say, we're going to give the ball to Josh Jacobs and see what Josh can do. Oh, whoops, three plays and we're done. Like, it doesn't make any sense. The, the defense for the, the Cardinals knew what was coming. They played a shell. They said, hey, nothing's getting beat over, over the top, and we're going to go ahead and run blitz, and we're going to stop the running attack and then do something. Right. Change it up. Change it up. And Josh soiled himself. Oh, my. Over it. I was shut his. I haven't been so mad watching a football game in a really long time going. This is unbelievable. And the the crowd, you had the Raiders minus four and a half, didn't you? I had the Raiders minus five and a half. I had the Raiders team total over 28 and a half. I had the total teased down to 45 and a half and went to the over. Oh, that hit. I teased the Patriots up to 46 and a half, took the under in that game. So that part, that teaser hit for me. That was good. We we talked about that. That was a good teaser. Yeah. I was floored at the game plan for Josh McDaniels. I couldn't figure it out. I'm like Devonte Adams for the first time in his life, his grandmother watched him play a pro football game, flew her from California, flew her to Vegas, put she her in the Legion in person. Yeah, first time ever. Never seen him play football. Wouldn't go to green Bay, Wisconsin, too cold, too far. Wouldn't go. Wow. Okay. Family's here. Big moment, big day, two catches. Get him the rock for grandma. I mean, what is this? What, what game plan? What planet is Josh McDaniels living on? And then my God in overtime, you avoid the first fumble from Hunter Renfro. Don't throw him the football again. I mean, put him on the sidelines. He fumbled. It gets recovered. You're fortunate to get the first one back. You lose the second one. It gets returned. The only way that game goes over is if a touchdown gets scored in overtime and the Cardinals run it back. It's the biggest loss. It's the biggest choke, the biggest collapse in Raider history by Josh McDaniels. He gets to own that. You have to recognize what's happening. Kyler Murray got hot. That means you can't run the same boring offense. You got to open it up. You got to try something else. You got to get the ball into the playmaker's hands and stop running the football. Oh, we're just going to run the clock out. We're just going to run the yeah. We'll, we'll we'll limit possessions. Your defense isn't that good, dude. I mean, Kyler Murray had the longest two point play in NFL history that he converted. Just ran around, ran around, ran around. And then I was like, on that fourth down play where he scored the touchdown to make it 25, uh, 25 23 or sorry, twenty three twenty one. That was the death score for me. Right. If it if it had ended 23-21, I would have lost it all. So I was praying for AJ Green to catch that football in the back of the end zone. Praying for it. Right. And he luckily did. He caught it. He was in. And it was, then we go to overtime. It was 23-23. And we go to and we go to overtime. I, I don't know, man. I am so perplexed by the Raiders have a ton of talent. They really do. 
And it yeah. shows you how coaches can really get in the way oh, and without really a doubt. Screw, screw things up. I, I'll, I'll tell you this. In this NFL right now, it's pretty easy what my offensive coordinator strategy would be. We're scoring fucking 50. Just keep Every going. game. Yeah. Who, don't be, I don't want to insult anybody. Oh, it's, you know, I don't want to be overly aggressive. You get the ball, two minute drive. That, that should have been, you should have been up 24 nothing at the end of the first half. Go for a touchdown, come back out, throw the ball all over the place. Oh, Derek Carr threw three picks last week, though. I'm really concerned about Derek Carr. He's your quarterback, okay? He's going to throw picks at times. Live with it, deal with it. You're up big, be aggressive, push the envelope, throw the ball down the field, test the defense. If you're watching these other games and you're an offensive coordinator, you go, we're not taking you out and we're not stopping and trying to milk the clock until we get 50. Right. Just so you know, because teams are never out of it. So we're going to try to score 50 points every game. Used to say in the NFL, you know, if you could get 35 to 38, that should be enough. You're good. Like you should be able to put away the other team. Mm-hmm. It's college now. We're not done until we get 50. And that should be the mentality, especially when you got weapons. And he's when an you offensive don't guy. Have weapons and you have a strong off uh, defense, you got to play like the Patriots and Steelers did. We got to run the ball. We got to shorten the game. We got to limit the other team's possessions as well as our own. Stay patient. Take a shot once every five possessions. Throw it up. You know, mm-hmm. when we get over to field position and a pick in the end zone is just as, you know, it's like a punt. If we don't score, at least they're down here. We'll keep them down here. We'll kick another field goal, whatever. But I was down, again, I was down on the strip, popping in and out of books. When it was, tw- what did you say? It was 20 to nothing at half, uh-huh. right? Yeah. 20 nothing. They scored three points in the second half in total. Yeah. It's in, it's against a crap defense. Cardinals defense is awesome. bad. It's I know they changed, they're, they're changing differently. I get it, but it's a bad defense still. I mean, come off of it, guys. The one time they threw deep, the DB tackles the kid, number 10, who I forget the kid's name, but he played a really big role, but they tackled the kid. It was a 47 yard. I was like, how about we try that a couple of more times? But how, how about we get Devontae Adams on that? Like, just throw the ball up. Sometimes you get caught up in, like, I mean, and I notice because sometimes I've been guilty of it with, like, when I'm calling pitches with the kids and one pitch keeps working, Mm -hmm. I keep calling it. And then I realize, oh, no, like, I haven't called her drop ball in a while. I'll just call it. Just to call it. Like, and change it up. And it goes over the fence. And I look at her and I'm like, that's on me. Like, I know what's working when I'm dialed in is there's games. We'll throw two pitches over and over and over and over. Cause it ain't, it's working. Right. And then you have to beat it. That's it. So like you scored 20, you should be doing the same damn thing in football. You impose your will on your opponent. You keep doing it until they stop. You don't change a damn thing. But if they stop you and they change, you have to be able to change it up. And if your well, game plan is Devontae Adams is going to be a decoy this week because he got too much action in week number one, is insanity. That's Just don't tell me if Derek Carr is not staring down Adams all the time. And it felt, it felt like Josh was like, hey, you can't stare down Adams the entire year. 
Let's try to mix it up and, and find other guys who are open, which is just ridiculous. I mean, all my Waller props went over. So I, I, I mean, receptions, touchdown, yards, right. all over for Waller. So I handicapped that right. I, I knew that was going to happen, but I thought he'd go for a lot more than he did. I thought he'd be throwing the ball a lot more than he got. And I thought they would be more innovative defensively or offensively against that defense. Just get the ball into Adam's hands. I don't care how you do it. It's inexcusable for that guy not to be touching the football in multiple ways. If it's, if the defense takes it away, that's fine, but do something else. Find a sweep, find a screen, like a bubble screen, something, just get the football into his hands because he's your best player. That's what innovative and you know how you know what you have to do to do that. You have to be kind of humble. You have to literally step back and go, what I'm doing is not working. You have to have somebody in your ear or somebody on the sideline say, hey, get 17 the ball. Like yeah. figure it the hell out. And we that's gotta- where Belichick comes in, right? That's when someone taps Josh on the shoulder and goes, What the hell are you doing? Hey, you know who we have, right? Josh, wake the hell up, figure it out, get the ball to him now. And then Josh is like, okay. um, Yeah. And that's why certain guys are head coaches and certain guys are coordinators. Bronco fans were in love with how, how, you know, a bag of shit. The Broncos looked like against the Texans. They were in love because of what happened with the Raiders and Josh McDaniels. They were, they were laughing all over the place. And I was like, you guys almost lost to the Texans at home, by the way. Um. Yeah. How much money did you give Russ? Be worrying about Russ cooking. I think he may be cooked already. He's cooked himself. He's he's a well done steak, man. He, he, he well done. He, he well he's a well done steak. They yeah. got big problems in Denver. They, they, you know, Raiders are zero two, but I'm far more concerned about Denver than I am about the Raiders. The Raiders will figure it out. They may not get to nine wins, but they're going to figure it out and be a much more dangerous team later in the year, in my mind, than the Broncos are. Nathaniel Hackett is, I mean, there are some bad coaches in the NFL right now. Like there, there really are. There's a, it's a little bit quick to be talking about bad coaches in the second game already. No, no, I, I hack it in Josh uh, McDaniels and Hackett are, are, are two peas in a pod to me. Wow. I make snap judgments on leaders and it's a snap judgment. And maybe they, you're not allowed to grow into a head coaching position. Like this is what happened when Mike Shula got hired as the head coach of Alabama. I was in the press conference. Mike Shula couldn't form a sentence. He was so nervous. He was bumbling and stumbling and it was his first time being a head coach. And I I went back the next morning and I said, this is not going to work. And everybody was like, what do you mean? I said, look, you can't learn on the job at Alabama. You can't work your way into a head coaching position. You can't learn. Same thing in the NFL. Even when they were bad, right? And even if you take the Jets job, you can't learn on the job. No, you have to be ready. You got bad talent. You still got to own it. You got to be ready. If you're not ready, you can't just figure it out on the job and go like, well, and this is Josh's second time. And so for whatever situation, whatever reason, you know, the Patriots decided like, Josh, go ahead. It's your time to leave. We're comfortable with you leaving. We're going to replace you. You know, this is why Josh went back after Denver. It didn't work. I'm not saying he's going back to the Patriots again, but some guys are, and he was smart to stay with Brady for as long as he did. Some guys are just really good at one thing. And when you make them in charge of everything, then the one thing you're good at suffers. I'd rather be really good at one thing than okay at four things. It's not a bad mantra for life. Yep. 
and he is I mean, really some, good at one thing. Responsibility got to fall on the players, no? I mean, the play call is the play call. You can't blame Derek Carr if he's turning around and handing the ball off every other play. They did play not to lose. You cannot oh play God. not to lose in the NFL. So you conservative. I kept on going like, where is the hurry up? Where's the tempo? Where's the excitement? Where's the energy? Where the hell is this offense? Like this is week one to week two looked like two different teams. It's like, oh, yeah. Matt, they're playing different opponents. Yeah, they played a way better offense and a way better defense in week one. Like that Cardinals defense is not good. The Cardinals are without DeAndre Hopkins. That offense sucks. I mean, Kyler Murray's missing guys like crazy running around, throwing picks. Murray looked horrible. And you think that they're never going to figure it out? He made some ridiculous plays. He scrambled. Yeah. Oh, I mean, it looked like literally like a video game and stuff. Yeah, look at look at Tecmo Bowl with ball. It was, it was Bo Jackson on Tecmo Bowl. Right. Just, just running, 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 you running, 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 run backwards, running, run forwards. It was ridiculous. But that's the, that's what was frustrating me so, so vitally going like, you're watching your defense. You know your guys, a coach should go, yeah, we're going to give up points. We're going to give up a lot of points. We got to go. All right, guys, flip the switch, turbo, whatever the hell you call your offense when you go right. fast, go fast. Start scoring points. Get on your horse and go. Three points in the second half is an absolute dereliction of duty by this, Josh McDaniels. This is where this is where you have the, the team total and the Raiders and the yeah. contest and stuff. You're so you're like Mad Mad. You're Mad Mad. mad. Oh, I'm furious. I'm stomping around going <laughs> it, it, because I saw what was happening. I'm like the Cardinals are going to score 20 points, guys. Like they're coming. Right. You've, you've got 20. They're right. going to match you. Like the, the, the 20 points in the NFL is nothing. As we saw the Miami Dolphins scored 28 in the in the fourth quarter. You can score really fast in this league. If you have a tired defense, Ravens got tired. Raiders were tired. And so it's week two. It's early in the year. Yeah. You have to be able to recognize this and go, yep, guys, three points is not going to get it done. We got to go. Everyone in the building knew it except the head coach. Right. That and that's the that's also a frustrating thing because like again, and I was down on the strip um during the game. Mm. And then after the game, I was still down there. The Raider fans were pissed. They should be pissed. I was pissed. I'm not a Raider fan. I was pissed. Like going, wait, what the hell is going on here? This is you point shaving? Like, what the hell? I'm kidding, honestly, but like I'm like, what are you doing? <laughs> It's crazy it to see the game plan and the strategy of you have the best receiver in the game. You got a top five, you know, maybe top 10 offense. Yeah. And you're going to drive it like you're driving a Yugo. What are you doing? That's a, that's a good car analogy. I don't know if a lot of people even know what a Yugo is, but that was pretty good. <laughs> that was good. It's ridiculous. It's absolutely one of the most. Rafferty just said, can you imagine the storyline if Adams would have scored the game winner with grandma in the stand? Right. What if he goes off for 150 yards? Just give him the damn football. You know, Matt, you can't ball to grandma. You got to take what the defense gives you. He's Devontae Adams. Aaron Rodgers was throwing the ball in triple coverage. He didn't care. Where's that? Throw it up. It was like the Patriots in a Steelers game. Again, I watched that. A hundred percent. He coached a hundred percent. That's how he coached the game. Yep. He thought he was going to have a 17-14 game on his hands. Absolutely. Yeah. But every time the Patriots needed a third down, 
they threw at Witherspoon. Yeah. Attacking. The defensive back for the Steelers. Aguilar or Myers. Looked like Randy Moss. He did. He, he mossed him on that. That's true. Complete bullshit, but he caught it. That was a good yep. play. Anyhow, every time they needed to get something, he went to that guy. Like, how, when you needed something, as the Cardinals are coming back, somebody on the sideline, don't go, throw it to Devontae. <laughs> what are you oh, doing? Not part of the offense. The defense aren't giving us that. I don't care. Move him around. Get him in the slot. Give him a bubble screen. I don't care what you got to do. Get him strength, the football. Strength of NFL teams and NFL coaching staffs is the ability to adjust. The best Amen. teams do it well. Amen. Do it really well. And usually and Josh, end up in the AFC and NFC championships. It's, it's what happens. Yeah, that that was um, with that. a really bad indication of Josh McDaniels' yeah. in-game ability. Oof. Yeah, it's his game plan. We're going to keep doing what we're doing. We're yeah. not going to move. That's yeah. what we came here to do. You practice all week, guys. Rah, rah. Yay, let's go. Whoa. Is that his voice? Is that what he sounds like? He looks like a chipmunk. My God. Man. Josh McDaniels is, I, you got a long way to go with me, boy. Whoa. You were uh, so excited when he came. I was, I was happy. I, I, I really it's thought. Two Josh, weeks. Second time in. I really thought. How about the Colts? Nine consecutive losses. On the road at Jacksonville. And this time, how many different quarterbacks has it been? A lot. But this time, this time it was an embarrassing loss. Shut out. Shut up. They got worked in this game. (laughs) This wasn't even competitive. Like in previous in previous games, there's been last second touchdowns, last second field goals, fumbles, and mistakes. And you know, they've sort of like, you know, just puked all over themselves down there. Nine nothing losses. They got blanked by the Jacksonville Jaguars. Twenty-four to nothing. Shut out. Donut zero. Zilch. Not Colts are, Colts are bad. Bad. Colts. Colts are in a little bit of trouble. They're bad. Bad. I mean, they're the division stinks, but oh boy. They can be 0 1 and 1 in the division. Let they are overall they, record. Right. They are, they are in the division. In the division. And <laughs> a half game out of the lead. Right. Like they're going to be okay. I just don't, I don't know. They're not they're going anywhere. The division. Well, they're 100% they're not going anywhere. Yeah. <laughs> the division winner gets a home game. Right. And we'll get smacked. Tennessee's going to lose tonight, straight up. Right. So they'll be 0-2. Houston's 0-1-1. The Colts are 0-1-1. Jacksonville's 1-1. Yeah. Leads the division. Because <laughs> they have a win. They right? Have win. They have one win. Yes. Absurd. Hey, um, Jags, Jags were a very popular bet to win the division. A lot correct. of pros jumped in on it. Took yeah. the value play of Jacksonville to win the division. Trevor Lawrence. Are you ready to hand it to them after yesterday? I'm not ready to hand it to them, but Trevor Lawrence did a couple of things in that game that I was like, "Uh (laughs) uh-oh, he's he's starting to – I mean, he ran to his left on a third down and and 12. Uh He ran to his left, just turned his body enough and threw the ball without having to fully pull his arm back. Mm -hmm. He just went zip. 
and the ball was like on a line. Yeah. And I was like, whoa, that's unusual arm strength. And oh, you're just finding this out that he has unusual arm strength. Well, last year, that throw would have gone high and left. Last year, that throw would have been way off mark. This year, it's on target. And I'm like, he's figured it out. And if Lawrence plays like the number one pick overall and does the year one to year two leap that the best have done, the Mannings, the, you know, the guys who were high, high draft picks who go from the first year looking like bumbling idiots to the second year going, whoa, Jacksonville can win the division. And this is not, this is what's supposed to happen. You're supposed mm-hmm. to develop. You're supposed to figure it out. You're supposed to just mature. All of the above. First-year head coach. You've got a brand-new system. Game slows down as you get older. Right. Life slows down. I mean, it feels like it's going fast and fast and fast, but like – Both Jones, Marvin and Zay, both played really well yesterday. That was right. – They were both really good. I just kept peeking at the score just going, all right, I'm not watching any of this right now because – it's not interesting to me. And so I didn't, I only saw highlights, but uh, Gorov just came in reporting for duty. He was at the Raider game and he's still pissed. Should be pissed. <laughs> he should be pissed. He's so like, like, you know, see mellow. He's still mad, man. <laughs> um, plus one or plus plus three fifty. I think the Jacksonville Jaguars are to win the division right now. It's going to be a hard place to play. They're going to hold court at home. I mean, they just did yesterday with the Colts. Houston competitive again at Denver. I don't think they're capable of winning the division, but man. They're not going to be a pushover, though. They're not. So Lovey's doing a good job. Lovey's Lovey's got that team. Eight or nine wins. Eight's not not even a winning record anymore, but nine wins, eight wins could win that division. Seven might win Jacksonville. Seven might win the division. Seven. Seven and ten might win the division. Yeah, it's possible. Maybe tiebreak type of seven and ten. Seven, nine, and one. Seven, nine, and one. Tiebreak, tiebreak gets in the division. Yep. Very possible. That's a hundred percent possible in my mind with those guys. Uh, so Trey Lance is done for the year. Jimmy Garoppolo time with San Francisco. What the hell is that? I mean, look, they they look like Notre Dame though, right? Keeping Jimmy Garoppolo. I mean, unbelievable. The year was if if it was Trey Lance and Jimmy Garoppolo was playing somewhere like Carolina. I mean, this is this is it. The, the year would be over. Instead, believe it. Their offense looked good again. It looked way better when Kittle comes back. When Kittle comes back, this offense is going to be a formidable offense to deal with. When they get Mitchell back and they get Kittle back with Jimmy G. They're a damn tough team to play in that division has taken a monster step backwards. Cardinals are bad. Rams are overrated. Niners are live in the division. And the Seahawks are the Seahawks. Seahawks are horrible. Um, why can everybody else see it? Except the guy in the room with them. Like, Cause he has a personal, it's a, I still believe this is a personality conflict. This is not a performance conflict. This is a personality conflict. The team, the coaching staff, the management, and the fans think that Jimmy Garoppolo has a ceiling that does not get them to Joe Montana. And that's what they want. Like you said about the Steelers and the Patriots, and the Patriots just having to be better than the Steelers. 
Mm-hmm. Jimmy G just needs the best, be the best quarterback today, mm-hmm. and just needs to get us to another game, winning this game. Like, I don't need him to be Joe Montana. I don't give a win. shit. They can win the NFC. A hundred percent. They can go uh, to the Super Bowl with Jimmy Garoppolo. It is on the table. It was on the table anyway. They went to the NFC Championship with him last year. It's, yeah, I have no idea. I the level. Believe, I feel so bad for Trey Lance. Like, your opportunity, like, to be the starting quarterback there. You know what's really weird? I, 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 need, to, I need to say something because you just brought it up and I'm, I'm really mad about this. I shouldn't be mad about this, but I am mad about this. You're mad, mad today. Well, no. Like, I, I think it's really unfair. I, 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 Colin Cowherd is an incredible talent. Okay. I'm a big, big fan of Colin Cowherd. And, okay. and, and I've listened to him for years. Oh, boy. When his daughter was dating Trey Lance, should put the glasses back. Well, no, but when his daughter was dating Trey Lance, Trey Lance was the greatest. His daughter was dating Trey Lance. Yeah, his daughter dated Trey Lance. Trey Lance was, was the greatest. in college? When she was out of college, he was out of college. They both were out. He, his daughter was dating Trey He ain't Trey been Lance. out of college that long. So it was last year? Yes. Wow. At the draft. I think he was dating his daughter when she was drafted. When he was drafted by the Niners. He was drafted. She was da- dating. Okay. Trey Lance was the greatest human being ever, right? He, he, leader, unbelievable. Oh, da, 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 da. This is what happens as a, as a media personality. When you have a, a, a personal relationship, everything you say after that gets tainted when you, st- when, when it's known that you've known or spent time with him, he's gone after him for the strip club thing. He was oh. all over him for the strip club thing. Oh. And now, and now he's all in on Jimmy G in the Niners and that Trey Lance, I feel bad for Trey Lance, but you know what? Everybody knew this was going to be inevitable anyway, that Jimmy G was going to be the quarterback. It's like, man, it's like you could just leave that topic alone. You'd be like, hey, that's just conflict of interest. And like all and I was listening, I was watching a clip of it this morning, and I was like, you don't even really mention the fact that like you might be mad. I don't know how your daughter and him broke up. Like, there's all different questions I've got when you start attacking a guy's character and his personality, because you called him one thing, now you're calling him something else. It just doesn't sit well with me. I kind of go, that makes me feel uncomfortable because I'm a Jimmy G guy, but Jimmy G's got his own porn star issues that he's had. Okay. And that was one reason why certain Niner fans didn't like him because, Oh, he's all, he's too Hollywood for Northern California. And you know, you remember the whole, you you remember the story, don't you? When you went on the date with the porn star and everyone went crazy. I remember, but it was like, do people actually pay attention to that stuff? Yes. Niner fans, of course they do. The quarterback of your franchise is the face of your franchise. So what you're, what he's doing with movie star looks, you know, when Brady was dating, you know, he had some crazy dates. He was dating some crazy celebrities and every Patriot fan knew who Tom Brady was dating. And then he, you know, got Moynihan pregnant and he wasn't going to marry her. And it was like, <laughs> oh no, Tom has having a baby out of wedlock. Look out. And she moved to California and then he met Giselle and broke up with Monaghan and everyone. I mean, yes, if people live vicariously through these people's lives, cause they're rich, famous, and most of them are good looking. Chef so. Benny is on an absolute roll in the chat. He said, porn stars are people too. They are. And just a lady and a man enjoying some quality time <laughs> together. He's right. He's sure. right. And he's rolling. I don't pay, I don't pay no attention to that. I never did. Like even in Pittsburgh, it was just like, we heard all the stories about, you know, Roethlisberger and like people did. It is catnip to not just the people, but to the media. So, I mean, I understand it, but my goodness, like enough, who cares now 
I don't know. I'm with you. I would be, if I went in today after yesterday, I would move the Niners odds down. I would put the Arizona Cardinals. Listen, man, if you want to come bet them to win a division, it's a blue light special. Come on in. You can bet them to win a division. They're not good either. They won a game. They stole a game, and, and they got a game gifted to them by the Raiders. Sorry, and John and I. John and I. John and I was blowing up my phone. He's pissing me off. John is. Yes, won't stop texting me. So, who's John? Said, what? Who's John? John in Iowa. John and Iowa right now. Just like he was texting you on Friday. Now he's texting me during the show. Like I'm not doing something right now. I didn't know what time it was. Dave told you before. The last time you did this. So you didn't text Dave this time. You texted me this time. You know what we're doing right now. My God. He's like all panicked. I need an answer. I need an answer. Should watch the show. It's amazingly, right? John, watch the show. Anyways. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I, I'm all in on Jimmy G. I, I, I've liked Jimmy G for years. I like him with the Niners. I like him with the offense. I think he's going to put up big numbers. I think the Niners win the division. I think the Niners are live to win the NFC. Their defense is tremendous. Their running game is going to be really hard, and their home field advantage is significant. If you're not watching our show live and looking at the chat while you're doing it, you probably should. <laughs> Joel Onler just put something in the chat that if you go watch it back later, yeah, it's two parentheses with parentheses, and it says, who doesn't like these? And then it's this emoji. <laughs> You know what he's talking about. You don't have to say anything. It's too good. It's too good, Joel. You just just paid the morning for me. Turning the page. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Wow. Um, We thought thought bolt odds was going to be a thing. Now we got got (laughs) made-up emojis of different Uh, body parts. He used parentheses and periods. (laughs) Oh, boy. Yeah. Buffalo total gone has gone from 51 and a half tonight down to 47 Why? and a half. Why? What is going on? I don't know. Are we thinking Why? Buffalo's winning this game 40 to nothing? Titans aren't going to score. Is that what we're doing here? They still have Derrick Henry, right? Bills they still did. have a tough time stopping the run still, right? They did. What is going on with this total? Where am I in this? I know that they're missing one of the best wide receivers, but. Huh? How many points is Tennessee going to score? That's all I need to know. Buffalo's 14. 31. Minimum 28. 31. 14. 31, 14. It's 45. Yeah. It's under. That's it. If you think they score 17 or more, it's over. That's it. I mean, it's just like the Bills, or I mean, the Packers and the Bears last night. This feels, like a, this feels like a head fake to me. This feels like drive this thing down and bury the over. I don't understand this move at all. Mm. Bills offensively are going to score, and they could be up big, and it could be garbage time touchdowns for the Titans. Haven't you heard the Tennessee plays Buffalo tough? They, they do. Tough. They run the ball. That's the one thing. That's Buffalo's kryptonite yeah. going into this season. and. Years but they'll score fast. It's their home opener on Monday night. These people are going to be looped. They're drinking right now in Buffalo. Does Allen throw a pick tonight? I think Allen throws a pick almost every night. So, yeah. 
feels like he does throw a pick every yeah, game. Right? Threw three, didn't throw two or three last game, right? Two, so three, I two. I know he threw two. Um, I get it. I get the play. And sometimes in a book, you got to like accept what you don't know, see what you're not seeing, and go, okay. I don't know. I'm not. I'm not sold. That Thursday night play. unders are a thing. I will subscribe to the primetime under trend on Thursdays. Sunday night was last night. Last night was. Yeah. I, I mean, I know everyone's talking about this primetime under trend. What's happening? Okay, I could be wrong on this, but I I would bet over forty seven and a half. I I think this game's going to be. I think Buffalo's scoring a lot of points tonight. I could see that. I could see that. I mean, if they get 31, it's probably going to go over. Can they, I mean, they can get 34 just as easy. Four touchdowns, two field goals. I mean, that's how I... 28-20 is... I mean, I think 28-20 is possible. Something, a score of 30 to 20. That's, something. that's the number, right? Like, that's... It's 20. The spread's 10. Yep. So, 30 to 20, 28-20... It's around that. It's around that number. So I think so, I would bet over forty-seven and a half. It's gotten to the. It's gotten to the basement for me, where I would say just bet the over. Right. Uh, it's still. It's going to forty-seven. That's that's that line of demarcation. Though. That forty-seven. Like, if you started higher, like mm-hmm. this, fifty or more, and you're down to forty-seven. You're just like, uh, uh, what do we do now? You can't go to 46 because if the damn thing falls 27-20 and you get middle on the damn total, yeah, that's, that's, that's that stinks. That's, that's not a good thing. It's going to be very interesting. Eagles, Vikings, why won't the books go to three? You know why. <laughs> the brakes trucks will come. On the Vikings, they don't want that. They didn't come when the line went to three for the Patriots, and it landed three. No, it was a favorite. It was the favorite. Right. They came That's on the awful. Steelers, plus three. Patriots line went to three. Brinks trucks didn't come in on the Steelers, plus three. But no. it went to three. Saints went to three, and then the Brinks trucks came in and dropped same, on the <laughs> Same thing will happen here. Same okay. thing, exact same thing that happened with the Saints will happen here. You might see a three flash. I'm not even kidding. Okay. You might see a three flash. I mean, circus two and a half late 20. So they're trying to give you that Minnesota plus two and a half. Just take even money. That's what that's telling you. Come on. I don't want to go to three. (laughs) Take even money on a two and a half, man. I'll save you the juice. Just take the price. It won't do it. So right now, game of chicken, a little after 11 o'clock Pacific. And the books are waiting. It's a waiting game right now. So, but wow, one of the offshore places that I'm watching on my screen just went to three. Ah, there we go. I knew it was coming. So <laughs> there we go. Funny literally just hit refresh and <laughs> boom. The one place is three. Yeah. Well, we'll see how long it lasts. Chris will probably be the first one to do it here in town. That's that point. Yeah. Cause he's probably bored and, <laughs> Probably had lunch when he'll go in and say, "All right, let's see, let's see let's if I can go, go get the three. They're coming. Who do you like in a game? Sidewise, better to book it. Total? Neither. I don't want the total. 
it's hard, right? 49, 49 and a half. That's a good I, don't, I, don't tr- I don't trust it. I don't trust the Eagles defense. It could be a shit out tonight. It's possible. But Kirk Cousins in prime time. Yeah. Bad bet. Not with your not money. The- not with your money. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm, I'm not touching Kirk Cousins in prime time. All right. You mentioned it earlier. We have two coaching conversations in college to get into here on a Monday. It's early, it's early in the year. We're already talking about coaches getting fired. Two of them have been axed. Scott Frost goes, then Oklahoma goes into Lincoln and like literally pile drives the Huskers into the ground after the game or yesterday evening into this morning, Nebraska decides to fire their defensive coordinator. Cause I guess it was that guy's fault. <laughs> So he gets, so Mickey Joseph is now the head coach. Mark Whipple is the offensive coordinator and they decide to go ahead and Eric, I don't know how to say his China Chandler deer. I don't know how to say his name, but the dude got tossed. <laughs> like they're just going to fire everybody at Nebraska. They're just like as the year goes, cause they're going to have games where they aren't going to, where they aren't going to score. And oh. so, gonna, so like Mark Whipple is going to have to explain like why the offense is not scoring any points Mm-mm. and it'll fire, probably fire him. And it'll just be slow throughout the whole year. We're just going to fire him in. Didn't it bring him? Yeah. yeah like, from Pitt. Yeah. Yeah. It's, um, it's bad. It's really bad in, in Lincoln land right now. And, and also somebody went on the, I guess I didn't see it, but I guess somebody told me that on the Fox pregame show with urban Meyer there, urban didn't say this, but I guess somebody said like, I know urban Meyer and urban Meyer, your wife will never allow you to move to Lincoln. <laughs> She'll never move to Nebraska. Because their dream, Husker fans' dream, is that, that he's going to wind up coaching in Lincoln. These guys are great. They go on and talk about these jobs when they know that behind the scenes they're interviewing for them or they're not. They're using them as leverage to get yeah. more money from the place they're at. It's ridiculous what they do with these jobs. Why in the world would – why would he go – To Lincoln? Why? Money. I mean, they're going to throw – 10 million a year at their next coach. If they can get the right guy, they're so desperate to win. They're so desperate for a winner. They've been, when they went to the big 10, they did not think that they were going to be one of the bottom feeders in the conference. They are just not used to it. Nobody ever does, but the reality is you are, but they were dominant in the big 12. They were going to big 12, Nebraska. They were going to big 12 title games. They were winning their division. When was it in the big 12? Big it's been 12 a decade, game, right? It's been no. two decades. What? Nebraska went to the Nebraska been in the Big Ten. Six years, seven years? Oh, we got to fact check that. Somebody fact check that. It's been longer than that. Come on. It's been longer. Either way, it's long enough to know you're not in the Big 12. 2012, 10 years. 10 years. Okay. It's been 10 years. It's not um, been that long. A long time. It's a decade. No, it's not a long time. That's not. You're done talking about the the past. This the Big Twelve. It's done. You're in the Big Ten. I don't think there's no. I know, but what what I mean, my point is, oh, there. That's not that long ago when they played in the Big Twelve title game. I think in 2011 or 2012 or 2010. Hasn't been that long. It's been within the last 15 years. Nebraska was playing for a conference championship. Bo Pelini had them in the Big Twelve title game. Husker and now, fans were chanting, we want Meyer? Yep. Yep. Thank you, Ventura678. Putting that yep. in there. Crazy idea by Rafferty. Heard crazy idea that's awesome. 
if it hits, Deion Sanders leaves Jackson State and goes to Nebraska as his first Power Five school. This is the most I've heard this before. This is insane. What? It's never that happening. That would never work, right? You've It'll lived never, there. It would never. He would be. He would be so bored. Oh, Deion Sanders in Lincoln, Nebraska is a horrible fit. <laughs> horrible just, fit. Right. It's not going to work. That's you know, not a good. That is not, just because on TV it looks like something that could work. It's not going to work in life. In reality, it's not going to work. <laughs> it, it, it's a really be, I, Husker fans. I've had my Husker fans float that out, saying, "What about Deion? You get the Florida kids. Get out of here." Like, no, <laughs> like Nebraska did this with, with, you, with Bill Callahan. They tried to think about, well, if you get the West coast offense, the California kids are going to come and you can get skill players. This is, you have to play Northwestern. I give them so much credit because Northwestern knows who they are. They stick with Pat Fitzgerald. They recruit one type of kid. They have a good year every four years and they're good with that. Like they're okay with that. Pat won three games last year. No one's talking about firing Fitzgerald, get him out of here, run him out of town. It's because you live in the past. You don't know who you are. You lack identity. And you don't know really in the pecking order of college football because you won championships in the 90s. Oh, you boy. think that Tom Osborne's running back through this door. Oh, and he's boy. not. He I, said it when I, I said it when I was there. Yeah. You're not of the upper echelon elite of college football. Oh, shit. Now you've done it. That you're not. So understand who you are. Get a coach who you can build with. Get a coach who's going to build a program because Tom Osborne, look, I get it. Bob Devaney started it, okay? And you had Johnny Rogers and you had Bob Devaney and you go ahead and you win the in 1970s. You win the Heisman Trophy. You win the national championship. Everyone loves Nebraska, Nebraska. You go ahead. You, you have Tommy Frazier. You have Scott Frost. You've got these incredible athletes and quarterbacks. You have the pipeline and everything else. And you're running through these people like crazy and like, we're Nebraska. Look at us. Okay. You know what you did then? You knew who you were. You had an identity as to what you did. You ran the triple option. You yep. ran power football. Yes, we did. Get farm boy strength. You go to the Dakotas, the Iowas, the Nebraskas, the Kansases. You get the big, ugly boys coming on in. At the time, you gave them steroids, but don't do that now. And you go ahead and, and you go run, 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 run. Okay? Now, I'm not saying you become Air Force. No. But at some point, you got to realize what you are. Yes. And Nebraska has not been able to look in the mirror since they fired well, Frank Solich's firing is is probably the, the seminal moment. Right. Because that was the guy that could have stayed for the rest of his career. Correct. And you decided to fire him. And that would have been okay for both parties. He was a good coach. Great coach. And he loved Nebraska. And he lo he just Nebraska's constantly worried about being flyover country. They were constantly worried about being left behind. Breaking news. You are. Bang. <laughs> I mean, you are finally fucking agreed on something. Today. Yes. And that's the problem with <laughs> Nebraska is that they simply do not understand when they look in the mirror, you know, they see Farrah Fawcett. Okay. They see a really good looking woman in the 1970s. Yeah. So, oh my yep. Goodness. But it's 2022 and you ain't 1975 anymore. <laughs> Posters are great. Love looking at the posters. Posters are phenomenal. The hair, the, 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 the bathing suit, it's all beautiful. It's all wonderful. Everybody had one of those. That poster is faded, torn, ripped. It's old. Stick stuff on the back. Don't even hold the poster up on the wall no more. You can't, you can't even keep that up, and you can't tape it because over. it'll rip done. That's it. It's, it's over. Over. 
Okay. Roger just said that the Nebraska has had seven straight losing seasons. Yes. The last 10 win season was 2012. Mm-hmm. The year they left the Big 12. You <laughs> are who you numbers say you are. Yes. They See? are a basement dwelling Big 10 program. And they can't, they cannot handle it. They cannot. It, it, they will, they refuse to accept it. The fix to hire somebody who's going to be allowed to build the program over years to right. Like over this years, is, right. You've not bringing anybody in. Stop with this. Like, Oh, we'll get urban Meyer. Oh, well, like he'll come in and fix it. No, nobody can fix what's going wrong. But the problem is college football is so transient at the moment. So like there are kids coming in and out, but you don't hear about Northwestern going ahead and trying to get some five-star kid with an NIL deal. That's not what Nebraska, that's not what Northwestern does. And Nebraska can't stomach the fact that I'm comparing them constantly to Northwestern. I get it. Every Husker fan is going to be like, you're comparing us to Northwestern. Yes. They have identity. They have patience. They've got a coach who's going to stay there. And NFL teams come and work out with them, ask him different questions, but he doesn't look elsewhere. He knows what he is. He knows where he is. His feet are firmly on the ground and he's happy where he's at. That's who Nebraska needs. Nebraska job to get somewhere else now? Oh, the Husker job is absolutely a step stone job for a lot of people right now. (laughs) 100%. You're going to get these Nebraska fans riled up. Look, you can have as many pregame ceremonies for guys who played in the the late 90s who get, get put into the College Football Hall of Fame and have Tom Osborne on the field as much as you want. I was there. You did it then. You did it again on Saturday for the Oklahoma Nebraska game. Went ahead and honor these players who are going in the College Football Hall of Fame, and everyone gets to go, wow, we were so great. This is amazing. And you were up I mean, seven, nothing. Yeah. I mean, you guys are like, it's incredible to me, but it's like you you, you become the Dallas Cowboys of college football. Like you just won't acknowledge what the hell you are. And you're constantly looking at the past. And it's like, I know Patriot fans are going to become like that in one day. I'm just, I'm bracing Patriot fans like crazy. And they're like, no, my Belichick, whenever, whether Bill's there or not, the Patriots are going to have, you don't go for 20 years and dominate. You don't, you, you're then bad for 20 years. It's how this works. It runs in cycles. And then the hope is you get good again in 20 years. But if it doesn't happen, I'm cool. Nebraska fans aren't cool with it. They were lucky to win three national championships, right? Three or four. 91, 92, and then 72, right? For Nebraska. I gotta look that up for championships. Uh, I, I think it's the 92 one still leaves a mark because that was 90, 93 when it, yeah, it was 93. That's 70, 71, 94, 95, 97, five. Okay. They won, they won five. But since 1997, isn't 97 really debatable? 97 is the one they all fight over, right? People don't think that's true. That that, that happened. Um, 94, 95 was the one over Penn State. Penn State. Yeah, that's, the, that's the one you don't like. The Orange Bowl, the 97 one was a win over Tennessee in the Orange Bowl. And who but was like, number two? This is the problem. I'm on Nebraska's website, right? Huskers.com? Yeah. National titles, three or more since 1970. Yeah. Alabama has five. Mm-hmm. Sorry, 12, rather. Nebraska's got five. Mm. Ohio State's got three. LSU's got three. Clemson's got three. USC's got four. Oklahoma's got four. Miami has five. Nebraska's got five. It's very convenient they put that 1970s number up. 
That's the problem. That's what they run around with. Well, you know, since 1970, we're the number two tied for the second most national championships in college football. It was 42 years ago. So they only do that because like Penn State was like that for a little while. They did that. You know, they everything had to go out the door at Penn State with Joe and the Sandusky situation. And O'Brien came in. Blew it out the water, but then he was looking to go. Right. And then they bring Franklin in. He has some success, and then it gets a little rough, and they become a middling team in the Big Ten. How can this possibly be? They always go back to the history. You're not him. You're not him. Finally, he said, I'm leaving. I'm going to USC. I'm going. He's interviewing for other jobs, and he's leveraging him leaving and them having to replace him. With now, like this year, winning games again. You gotta let it go. You gotta let it go. You got what happened. And look, and look what's happened so far. They let it go. They gave him a long term extension. It's it. He has stability. He's two and oh. Yeah. It looked really and, good and, doing it. But I think a three now. He'd leave tomorrow for the right job. Like I think he's able to use that. And I think mm-hmm. they know he would leave tomorrow. And they kind of have to go back with. Look, man, when you start losing three years in a row, we're getting rid of you. Like, right. it's a weird relationship with the college coaches now. Like, it's yeah. a weird thing. They're all got these buyouts that are absurd amount of money. It's and they'll pay strange. it. And then Scott Frost, they gave him $15 million to, to get out. Walk away. Herm Edwards was fired on the field after the loss to Eastern Michigan. Did you see the video? He's walking off. The school president is on the field to meet him. Come here, Herm. <laughs> Fires Herm Edwards on the field on Saturday night. Thanks, Herm. You just lost the Eastern Michigan. We're going to let you go. I mean, I've seen tarmac firings and we've seen cell phone firings and post game on the field firings is something new. But clearly, Arizona State is expecting to get hammered by the NCAA. Yeah. Because at one and two, like if you're winning, like at Arizona, right? They got hammered, but the coach was winning. So the coach stays. Sean Miller keeps his job. Hey, as long as you're winning, we can let you stay and you can. We'll, we'll, yeah, we'll that was a whole nother thing. I don't think they could prove all them FBI things and who dropped all the right. bags off and all that other but stuff. What's the, it's the same allegations basically against Herm Edwards in Arizona State. They must, they must be able to prove something. Maybe I, it looked like it was so weird, but I was like, they're telling Herm, they're letting him go right now publicly. Yeah, on the field, they know everybody's recording it. They want it that way. They hundred percent. They want it that way. So now there's no culpability. Like they almost did Herm a favor because they must know what's coming. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like I saw that video. I watched it. I don't know five or six times. <laughs> cop was with him, and the cop wasn't. Hey, man, Herm, come on over here. And you knew he looked. He was like, "Oh, great. Hi, hi, you doing?" <laughs> And then, you know, like this now, huh? Okay. Yeah. He probably had to figure like, man, these these assholes never come down when I win. What do they want now? You know? (laughs) Um, Herm, listen, we're going to let you go. We're going to let you go right now. Okay. I think ASU is a good job. I mean, it is, but what? What? It's a good job. It is. Good for what? Football. It's a good football job. Southern Why? California, if you win there, Southern California kid, it's a huge, it's the party school on the West Coast. 
the party school. Oh, what you t- it is okay. It's so not hard to go to school. A football job. Yeah, because you can win there. Academics aren't going to get in the way. You would win national championship at Arizona State if you if you, if you're the right coach. If you know what you're doing. In the Pac-12, if you schedule it right, yeah, they could be the, they could be like Oregon, hundred percent. They got the right coach. They just haven't found him. Excuse me. <sighs> I good. don't know. That, that that's a job I can. I mean, there's no academics to worry about. It's easy to get into. The, I mean, the party scene's insane. It's in a it's in a city atmosphere with great weather. Fan I base is good. I used to go to the softball games. I mean, I lived. Probably 15, 20, 15, 20 minutes away. My oldest wants to go there still. It's a great job. It's a she great place to go to school. It's a good place to go to school. I don't know how good of a football coach job it is. Cloud MB83 said it's a hockey school. He's right. Oh, it's a good hockey team. They got a good hockey team down there. Yeah, the Coyotes now just took their building over. So <laughs> we're going to share it with an NHL team for 5,000 seats. Well, I cannot. We have to go to a game this year. We have to go to a It's already five. I'm already working on it. 5,000 seat facility. Are you kidding me? Like, it's see a hockey. You're going to have to go see him play like Ottawa and stuff, though. Like, we're not, I don't know if we can. I want to go see a Knights game. That's the plan. Yeah. That shouldn't be hard to do. How many? I mean, come on. People are going to go on a Wednesday afternoon, a Wednesday night game to go watch the Coyotes play. There's only are. That's the seats they will. Yeah. Hmm. Interesting. We need, we need to pull. We need someone to get us a sweet ticket or something. Games or something. Yeah, I'm already pulling. Get a sweet ticket. We'll, we'll do it. Judge hits 58, 59. Over under on days till he gets to 62. I had no idea that this even happened until I came home. I didn't know, like no one mentioned it because it's baseball up against football. <laughs> That's why no one mentioned it. <laughs> and I was like, wait, he hit two. Oh no! Actually, you know who told me? Polsky. Oh, Polsky. Nice. It's when I popped in the circuit to get this. I haven't heard it yet, but I guess John Sterling took over the microphone when Judge got up the second time because he hit fifty-eight and the other guy was on. <laughs> Sterling was oh, like, get out. "I'm calling. I'm oh. calling this. This is history." <laughs> when Judge is up, my voice now. Rest of the way, <laughs> I'm calling Aaron Judges. You think he's like that? I think he's like that. All broadcasters are like that. This is going to be a historic call. This is the greatest home run season in American League history. I mean, everything else is happening. It's not your inning. It's not your inning. I'm John Sterling. Get up. Get out of my seat. I'm calling the game. I'm calling Aaron Judges 62. This is why I love being a hockey player. Like, just because, like, it taught you if it's not your shift, it's not your shift. Everybody takes their shift. Like, if. If he's doing innings four, five, and six, and I do one, two, three, seven, eight, nine, yep. I ain't coming in and tapping you on the shoulder in the fifth because Judge is up. That's some bullshit. I'd be like, wait a second. He's Put John Sterling. Uh, he's, got, I get, he's got all his things written out. I guarantee he has every one. Number 60 for Judge with some stupid slang saying he's going to say. It's just what John Sterling oh, does. he's probably been prepping it, huh? Hell yeah, that's my point. He's, he's 60, 61, 62. I guarantee you John Sterling already knows what he's going to say. Wow. Can you do uh, it this week? Does he do it this week? Three home runs? Um... I mean, he could do it against your Pirates today. First of all, they don't play the Pirates today. Or, t- or tomorrow, sorry. Tomorrow. Yeah. 
So he's two against the pirates. And what's really crazy is he's going to do it against the Red Sox in New York, in Boston, which do you know whose uniform he might be wearing next year? Match <laughs> Red Sox. <laughs> well, I, I'm I'm speechless. What I would have not said the Reds. They're even entertained. This is starting to happen. Yeah, he's been asked about it. He's been coached. There's about legs it. to this. Uh huh. Red Sox are going to make a play for Judge. They got to. They have no choice. They're not going to. They're not going to resign Bogarts, and they're going to replace Bogarts with Judge. It would be the ultimate. They tried to do it with, with, I mean, with them and A-Rod, it's the same thing. Red Sox were really bad. Made a play. Judge is not A-Rod. Judge would be welcomed with open arms. Oh, yes. Oh, my gosh. They would love hitting it. He loves hitting at Fenway. He loves hitting at Fenway. And he'd play left field, and he knows how easy it is once you learn the wall. Manny did it for years, so it's less, less on your legs. Why would he play left field? Because that's where you put your power bat is in left field. He's a right fielder. I know. It's too big for him. He plays right field at Yankee Stadium because it's, it's tiny. Mm. But it's, it's, the same, it's just a flip. It. It's the same thing in Fenway. You just, it's a small left field, so you put him in left. Wow. I think you're crazy. I don't, I mean, he, I'll send you the video where he's asked point blank. Would you play in Boston? Well, people ask questions. That don't mean it's anything close to being true. Just saying Red Sox are going to have a lot of money next year. A lot of money. Holy Yankees do not have the money. The Red Sox have. Oh, you want to talk about that would be just. Yeah. Have to calm the fan base down because they're going to finish under 500 and Red Sox fans are furious. Aaron Judge is a free agent. Go get Judge. He may hit 62. He's got two games against the Pirates. Tuesday, Wednesday. At home. Yeah. Oh, he's at home against the Red Sox. Sorry. I thought it was at Boston. That's what I thought. I thought they yeah. just played at, there. Sorry. It's at, at, at Yankee Stadium. But it's even worse. So he's got two. This week, it's two games. What, Tuesday, Wednesday at Pittsburgh. Pirates. Four games at Pirates. home against the Red Sox. Right. Three games at Toronto. Three games at Baltimore. Oh, sorry, home for Baltimore. He ends the year at Texas. Wow. I think he hits he, it. I think he hits it, right? He, I think he gets it before Friday. This before week? Saturday. Before, before Saturday, yeah. No. But he, I mean, if he hits it on the weekend, listen, there wasn't a person in a book even mentioned it. I, yeah. Just, More people mentioned the Aces winning the WNBA championship than they mentioned Aaron Judge hitting 59. You're right, actually. <laughs> Give you an idea. Kind of like, I mean, I like to call you out when I think you're wrong or you talk some bullshit, but that is 100% fact. <laughs> that is 100 I mean, that is, and again. They broke, in, they broke in during the national broadcast for the Raiders game and said that and said, congratulations to the Aces. First championship in Las Vegas city history for a major sports team. Mm -hmm. Judge hit 59. <laughs> yeah, right. Crickets. Like what? Wow, it's weird. You're right. Wow. So we'll see. Uh, Brewers and the Phillies down the stretch. They come. How do you make who winds up winning this? To, who, who wins this wild card spot? Every time I'm like ready to just say the Brewers are done, 
they go and beat up on the Yankees? They go, yeah. I mean, like <laughs> it's they're done. They're done. The Phillies are going to hold on here and get it. Oh, maybe they're not. I don't know. I still say the Phillies, but man, the Brewers aren't going away. They're not. They're just making it. Could be game and a half after today because we've got the the Brewers are minus three fifty against the Nationals today. <laughs> Is this a JPP? What are point? you looking at? I have Monday. Isn't that again today? September 19th, Milwaukee is home against, against Scherzer and the Mets. Oh, sorry. That's well, sorry, hon. That's I confused the two. Sorry. Who's only oh, yeah, I sorry, that's the Braves. Sorry, the Braves are minus 350 against against yeah. the Nats. Sorry. I jumped ahead. Brewers minus 112. Now you're jumping ahead. Sorry. Ace is going Jump today. Burns, Burns versus Scherzer today. Miss a hell of a baseball game. The best game of the day for baseball by far. It's the best. It's light, light schedule, but. Right. But this is a good baseball game. I wish they were playing this right now. Mm. Watch Before this football. and then watch football later. Right. Because. I mean, both teams need it. Hell yeah, they do. So. The, the Braves are. The Braves are going to win that division. They are? The Braves are going to win that division. I still. <sighs> yeah. I think they are. So in case you guys haven't seen the standings recently for the National League East, Mets 93 and 55, mm-hmm. Braves 91 and 55, two, two games, games in, hand. in hand, Phillies 80 and 66, 12 games back. But so the two gate, two horse race for the division for the wild card, Braves and or Mets, right? Padres 81 and 66, Phillies 80 and 66. Yeah. Milwaukee, eight, uh, 78 and 68, two games back in the loss column to the Phillies. They win today. They're a game and a half back. It's tight. It's super tight. Oh, my goodness. We didn't like even the, mention Pujols hitting them. Right. Oh, um, yeah. That's that's He's, big of a story. It's getting overshadowed by Judge's chase. 698, right? Still? Yeah, six ninety eight needs, needs, needs two more to get to seven hundred. Yeah, I hope somebody in the last week just e- gives him an ephus. Just <laughs> let him hit it. Doing that? Why not? Let him hit it. We'll never see it again. This is it. No one's hitting seven hundred ever again. That's it. You actually may be right about that. This is it. This is this is the last time. Get him to seven hundred. Give him seven hundred. We will never see it again. Let him let him hit seven hundred. Wow. Never, never, uh, never. I long time. Maybe not in my, our life. I mean, long time to get to 700. Right. Game's much different now. Does judge grow a beard if he goes to Boston? I hope not. He'd look weird. Brewers or Mets, who do you like? I think you can literally flip a coin. Is this Scherzer's second start off the DL or first start back? I don't remember if he's kept. If he, I don't remember either. If he's strong. I think it's second. I think it is too. Um, under, under everything. This is one of the, this is one of the sprays. First three under, first five under, game under, strikeouts over for both. Like this is a pitcher's matchup. This is a playoff game. Final score is three two. 
Okay. I don't have to. I don't want to pick the winner. Do you like a side? No. I mean, I would take. I, I right, <laughs> no. exactly. That's what I no. mean. It's like hesitation. Both. It means it's a playoff game. Both teams need it. Somebody has to take a side here. Brewers are home. Take the Brewers. No, I take the I take the other side because if the Mets score first, you could just take the Brewers and plus plus it and enjoy the game. Yeah. Don't mind that. Uh, real quick for like let Sports Grid go. Braves yep. are minus three fifty against the Nationals. They're one game back. They can't lose this game, right? Lay it. <laughs> Lay the three fifty. So absurd. I mean, what are you going to do? Take the dog. You're going to feel real good about that. It's not, a J, it's not a GPP play. It's a general principle play. Plus, it is. <laughs> right? It is, right? It's 270 or higher, I think. Right? Isn't that SoCal's line of demarcation? Uh-huh. I think it's plus 270 or higher. General principle play, Washington. Oh, boy. Good luck with that. Sports Grid, thank you very much. We're back tomorrow after the Pat McAfee Show, 11 p.m. Pacific time on Sports Grid TV, sportsgrid.com. Check it out over there. You guys on YouTube and Twitter, don't move. More to come here with BVB on a Monday. All right, Omaha Steaks, searing hot take of the day. You guys, BVB is that promo code on omahasteaks.com. You get a big break on the All-American Assortment, 54% off and 12 free Omaha Steak Burgers. Or build your own menu. BVB also gets you 12 free Omaha Steak Burgers when you build your own menu at omahasteaks.com. Keyword BVB. Buy the meat. Buy the meat. Kansas. (laughs) First, it was the Lions. (laughs) Favored and won the game outright against Washington. Yeah. One of the biggest games this weekend is 3-0 Kansas against 3-0 Duke. It is. How in the hell is this happening? But Circus Sports opened Kansas as an eight-point favorite yeah. against Duke. It's the first time the Jayhawks have been favored against a Power 5 team since November 7th, 2009, when they were one-and-a-half-point yeah. favorites against Kansas State. K-State won the game 17-10. Yeah. See what the line is now? No. Nine. People, they laid it. Wow. Nine and a half at one place. The crazy thing is this. Kansas, if they win, they'll be 4-0 in the top 25. They've already gone over their season win total of two and a half. Over. over. Already. Over. Two and a half, three games, 3-0 already for Kansas. Lance Leopold is not staying in Lawrence, Kansas very long. That dude's getting a big job this coming spring. <laughs> Someone's hiring this guy away from Kansas. Mm. Nine point favorites against three and O Duke. Would you want to lay this? Hell no. Give me Duke plus the points, man. I mean, that's a, that's the first thought, but I respect that first play a lot. I do the first move the first move. I, res- I respect it a lot. That means somebody played it that moves the numbers and it wasn't just a regular play. Right. Or somebody they don't know, or like it doesn't always win, but you have to respect it. Now. I think if you're going to play Kansas, you better play it now before it goes to 10. It's going to go to 10. Laying nine is better than laying 10. Hell yeah, it is. So. Wow. I mean, they can score points. Mm-hmm. Their offense is fun. Duke can score too. Total 64, first mm-hmm. number. Yeah. Seems like a lot. 
It is, but both teams can score. <laughs> Sunflower State's got a football team. All it's for real. <laughs> it's, I think it's for real. I think they're good. No, they're 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 fun. There's no debate in that. It's not a fluke. I mean, they're three and zero. Vandy, Duke, and Kansas three plus season wins all over before October. Chef Benny. It's incredible. Benny bringing the A game today. Look, I bet it last year with UNLV. I love those. I didn't do it this year, but I love those small win totals. Two, three. Yeah. I mean, they, they, it hits a lot. I mean, it's not hard to win three games in college football. If it's line two and a half. Well, I mean, when you're bad, bad, it, it's it's hard. I mean, we put up two and a half. UNLV was bad, bad last UNLV year, and they won was, two games. Right. It was one and a half, and they won two. Like, right. We used to put up two and a half or two and go, man, they have to be so bad for us not push on the right. two. It's crazy. Like win. Uh, we'll see. We'll talk about that later in the week. Uh, the props.com story of the day is a same game parlay for t- t- tonight for Eagles Vikings. Ready? Yes. Plus 360. Three-legger. Okay. Miles Sanders over 50 yards, 50 or more yards rushing. Miles Sanders, Sanders over 50 and a half. Okay. AJ Brown, 70 or more receiving yards. Okay. He had 10 balls for 120, 155. Um, Titans really held him back because of the quarterback play. And then Justin Jefferson, 95 or more yards receiving at minus 135. Wow. What beat you? Justin Jefferson not getting 95 yards. A.J. Brown not getting 70 yards. And both those things could happen tonight. What's more likely to happen? Jefferson? To go over? I mean, if Jefferson follows up what he did in week one against Green Bay with another 100-yard receiving, that's on the Eagles' defense for not just shutting him down. Anybody else but him has to beat you. I think he gets it. I'm not worried about the A.J. Brown one more. Possible. Hertz may run the ball more. I like the Sanders bet. It's why it's minus 185. Right. Hmm. That's a tough one. That's tough. Mm-hmm. What's it pay? Only 384? Um, the uh, 360. 360. Man. Right. It's a little low. It's tough. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. You like the over tonight in the game? No. You don't. Mm-mm. So this this is a tough one to bet if you don't like the over. Mm-mm. I don't like it. I don't like either one, but uh the props.com prop bet of the day tonight, also tonight. Robert Woods over 40 and a half receiving yards at minus 110. Woods did not hit this number last year, but he was being shut down by Dory Jackson. Jackson took Woods out, but Woods did run routes on 77% of the pass plays. Buffalo will make an effort to get him the football now. Derrick Henry will get some opportunities. Ooh. Buffalo does not have a shutdown corner. I should touch to say Titans, rather. Get the ball. Buffalo does not have a shutdown corner like Jackson. Get him the football a little bit more. Get him into the efforts here. Woods over reception prop could go up as heavily juiced at minus 160, the over three and a half. It's too expensive. <sighs> Robert Woods going. Over 40 and a half receiving yards. I like the over in this game. So, see, I'm hesitant on this one. Mm-hmm. 
Does he catch enough passes to, to get this? He needs four. I think if he gets over on his three and a half, which is deuced heavily, so I think he's going to. I think he gets it. My first thought would be under. Ooh, okay. Yeah, my first thought would be under. It's a good number, 40. And I don't know if he's I, – I just don't know if he's going to get enough opportunities. It's Traylon Burks. Phillips is questionable. Josh – I mean, they just don't have any weapons. Robert Woods is the only weapon that they've got to throw to. they got to mm. throw to him. That's how bad their pass offense is, is that Robert Woods 40 and a half is their top receiver's number. That's a problem. Yeah, that's I, it's, it's a problem betting it. It's a problem passing. It's a pro, I don't know. That's he better get I, it. If the Titans want to cover, he better have 40. Yeah, 40 he, has have yeah. he better he better have a big game. Yeah. Uh better or book it here. Mm. Just two plays for you. Both on tonight for this. Football. Same game teaser. Okay. Bills minus four like over it. 42. I bet it was at 48. Okay. Six point teaser. Six point teaser at minus 125. Bills minus four over 42. That betting it or booking it? That bets. We're betting it. We're mm-hmm. betting it. Oh, although. Would you feel better if you t- took it up and teased it under? No, because I think Buffalo could score 30 points. Yeah, but if you take 47 or I got four, got I have 30, 54 P roll Buffalo 30. and under 54 is a winner. Maybe more comfortable with 42. Thirty to oh. I'm more comfortable 30 to 14. All right, we'll bet this, but this one may that the total may catch you. That's the problem. Total may catch you. How good? How good is the Titans' defense? I wish I knew the answer to that question. Because they might get Almanac. they Big might get Almanac. diced up tonight. They get torched. I don't know. They this game, all that door. steam, all the steam on the under makes me feel more and more confident this game is going to go over the original number. <laughs> Maybe the, the, this is a fifty-five total, and everyone and, and it just crushes everybody. Yeah. It's just right. everyone, uh, everywhere I'm seeing, oh, under tonight. Oh, under tonight. Titans can't score. Titans aren't going to score. No, no, no. Under tonight. Okay. Well, this is, so I looked at this um, Friday, mm-hmm. which is a, still a weekday when I looked at it. It wasn't the weekend yet. But, but um, I said, I looked at the Sunday night game. I looked at the Monday night game and thought the same thing. The dog can't score with the favorite. Okay. Green Bay only got 27 points last night, covered mm-hmm. a game in Atlanta in 10 because the Bears couldn't score. I don't think the Titans can score more than 17 points. But if they get they 17, do, they get 17 points. This game's I'm going over that's 42. That's the number. Yeah. That's the number. So 41 44, right? So it's not 41, but it's 44. It's below 44. That's right. why I'm comfortable going over. Right. So you're right there. I mean, but that's how I look at it when I would do it. So, like, if I don't think they're going to score more than 17, well, now if I could take it up to 54, mm-hmm. you know, and 38-17 is the number that beats me, I'm all right with that. But I like the way you're thinking. If they get 17, 
Yeah, you could technically, four, if, if you, I mean, you could bet both sides of this too. You could Bills minus four. Oh, don't start that. Don't start. Why not? Get crazy. Try to middle it. Middle both. Yeah. You, you're, 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 you're making yourself a, a 12 point middle with the same side. The same. I mean, the Bills are winning this game. Like Buffalo and over and Buffalo and under is what you're saying. Yeah. Teased over, teased under. Right. Right. Could do it. Could do it. I wouldn't recommend it, but you could do it. I mean, I wouldn't. Put, I mean, the only problem is you're going back to the original number. It's 47 and a half. You do a six point teaser. You're pulling it back up basically to the original. <laughs> Opened up at 51 and a half. You're getting 53 and a half. Okay. It's, it's okay, but it's not like it's a gigantic difference. Right. So you be a little careful. Hard to stomach. Yeah. Be a little careful on that. And then Eagles minus two and a half against the Vikings tonight. (sighs) Home team, extra time to party. They're going to, that the link is going to be lubed up tonight, man. Yeah. But there's the link fan. The Eagle fans don't tackle. They don't, they don't catch passes. I don't care about all that stuff. Kirk cousins in prime time. That's what I care about. Now I like that. <laughs> but I, like I mean, Kirk Cousins in prime time with a crazy fan base going nuts on him all I don't game. Care about the fan base? Oh, I, Cousins I think. The well, then why do books shade it three points to a home favorite? That to a home to, to a home team? Then if fans don't matter, why is the line minus three to a home team? Don't really do that anymore. That three point thing don't matter that much. There's the home field advantage. So the COVID so changed a lot of that. You're telling of, me there's COVID's over. COVID's done. There's no more COVID. We're done. We're we're, we're full fledged. The whole home field advantage is automatically three points thing. Miami won in Baltimore yesterday after being down 21 points going into the fourth quarter. That never happened before. Now it can happen. But it was quiet. It was quite, there was no, the fans weren't there because the fans were stunned. <laughs> I mean, that, that's the thing. They were there rocking and rolling, giving Lamar Jackson right. the MVP by halftime. And the same thing at Allegiant when the Rays were up 20 to nothing. Exactly. The home field advantage isn't what it was. So, hmm. but you're right. It's Cousins. It's prime time. It's, I don't, I would rather have the Eagles side than the Vikings side. Yes. yes. Favorite thing about today is what? My hat. It's my brown of the elf hat. No, it is. I mean, it hat's nice, but um, uh, it's you know what it is. It's funny because yesterday I was the only one in the house that was rooting for the Steelers. <laughs> I was walking up and down. I told you the story a little bit last night, but my favorite thing about today was. Like, they all told me, oh, Peralt's going to get you tomorrow. (laughs) Oh, the Patriots won. You opened your mouth and you had to make a bet and all this other stuff. And, yeah, it was was tremendous last night. I love it. They were like, I hope the Patriots win. Like, their allegiance went out the window. My mother-in-law, born and raised in Pittsburgh, still says – Warsh and Don and Ott. She got the worst Pittsburgh accent, which is the best when you laugh at it or like it, but so strong. And she was like, <laughs> I hope they love. <laughs> and then the kids, I mean, the eight-year-old little can see. She wears the hat. She comes in a chat. She's like, you know, the Patriots are going to lose. You shouldn't have made it. <laughs> like, this is complete bullshit. 
So the best thing about today was that we made the bet. It was fun. They made the bet with the Browns. And now the Browns host the Steelers this week on Thursday. Going to have to get a guy from Cleveland to come on and tell me why the Browns are going to beat the Steelers. Going to have to make another bet. Some other bullshit. But that's the best thing about today. Monday, a weekday. Best thing about today for me. Congratulations to the Las Vegas Aces, who became the first team to win a championship here in this town. Professional sports is very new still here in Vegas. We have our first ever parade tomorrow on the strip from the Bellagio, from Caesars to the Bellagio Fountains, which is only like a quarter of a mile, right? I was going to say, it's not really very far. I walked right. it yesterday. It's, a, right? it's, not, it's, not it's far. I was like... Hmm. Okay. And then I'm like, they're closing that portion of the strip. I was like, isn't that going to make it like kind of like a nightmare? No, on it's a Tuesday at five 30. There's no traffic. Okay. But I think it's still cool. I it's think it's cool. neat. It's, it's cool that Mark Davis won a championship in basketball before he won a championship in football, but he hired Becky Hammond made her the first ever million dollar a year coach. In, w, in the WMA history. Get what you pay for. First year championship. First Bam. year best record. First year MVP. Bam. In Asia Wilson. I mean, they're the best team in the city. Excuse me. By a waste. <laughs> By a waste. Fair. That's fair. And I mean, they're better than UNLV football. Better than UNLV basketball. Better than the Raiders. Better than the Golden Knights. And they did what the Golden Knights couldn't do. Golden Knights made the championship. Golden Knights couldn't finish. Big win for the Las Vegas Aces. Congratulations to everyone. Uh, a couple of my former students are interns for the Las Vegas Aces oh, right now. Oh, nice. Okay. So very cool. Matty R is 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 doing is is really. Heavy. Oh, he was on TV. I saw him on TV for in game two. He was courtside behind the bench. I was like, hey, you're on uh, national TV. Oh, nice. So one of our one of our brigade members was was there. So very fun to see very happy happy for the aces happy for the city there's a, a core of fans who really are psyched i don't know if i'm taking madeline to the parade or not tomorrow i haven't really made a call on that it's a bad time for it really me. is we're going down there like to get there and it's rush just, hour gonna leave an hour before and i don't know how i mean like i like that area a lot and the fountains are cool I was hoping they were going to do like a celebration at, at like T-Mobile Arena or something. Like just do it where be like people come and they just sit in seats and then they do it. Like I know it's going to be fun to – again, we don't know if they're going on double-decker buses. Like what are they going to do? But this sort of does like set the bar for if and when any other team from Vegas does win a championship. Right. Because we always ask, what would a championship look like for a pro team in Vegas? And this answer now is a quarter mile stress strip of the, of the stress. This is, this is a dry run, like a practice version. <laughs> to like, see what it's going to be. See what it, yeah. What How the, many fans come out, you know. Did you ever go to a victory parade? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. We, when the Red Sox won the World Series in 2013, uh, um, it was funny because we we were behind – um. Wait, so you did the duck boat celebration? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 20, After the championship in 2013? Oh, yeah, for sure. It was fun. We did that. Forget which pitcher. I, I, I'm blanking. The, 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 I was in line at the Starbucks, and the one of, one of the Red Sox pitchers was in front of, was in front of me. 
<laughs> and I was like, hey, what's going on? <laughs> so we started talking about the season and whatnot, and took a bunch of pictures and whatever. And then went and went to watch the duck boats and celebrate celebrate with that in 2013. Never did I, never did a Patriot one. Penguin Stanley Cups were so unbelievably awesome in Pittsburgh. Oh, I, I did I did the 2011. Oh, I didn't do the duck boat for the for the Bruins, but I did the post when they won in Vancouver. I was in the city, partying, celebrating. Right. It was crazy. We that did was, all of that. The Bruins Penguins fans won both both series on the road. Mm. So they came home and everybody went to the airport. I'm like, I'm not going to the airport, but they did. And then they did a parade that ended at three river stadium. Nice. And you could go in. I think those things are awesome. Yeah. Where they, you know, they let the players talk. Some yeah. are really inebriated. <laughs> some say some really I, dumb things. Some should not be talking. Like somebody mm-hmm. should grab the mic and say, listen, no, you're not saying nothing, but I, we won. No, no, no. Brady Brady threw the Lombardi trophy almost he did. Went, to, went to the bottom Listen, of the lake. He was of feeling the, good of the river. Yeah. Feeling good. He couldn't he couldn't walk at the end of it. No, he was messed up. But yeah, that's a good thing. So yeah, we'll uh we'll keep everybody posted about that. So congratulations to the Las Vegas Aces. Uh, hit the subscribe button, if you will, where you listen to your audio podcasts. And if you're watching on YouTube as well, follow the show on Twitter at Boston versus the book. He is Dave. I am Matt. Have fun with two football games tonight. Full breakdown and recap tomorrow on BVB.